The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to Event Management Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're going to publish an episode every day talking about how the best in the business run their marketing events. Joining us for Event Management Week is Drea Hudson, who is the Senior Marketing Manager of Global Events at HubSpot, which is a CRM platform that provides software and support to help businesses that want to grow better. The HubSpot platform includes marketing, sales, service, and website management products that start free and scale up to meet their customers' needs at any stage of growth. And in addition to being our guest for this week of content, HubSpot is also a sponsor of the MarTech podcast. So far this week, Trey and I have talked about figuring out your event value prop. And yesterday we talked about audience development and how you think about connecting the purpose of your event with who your audience is and also what content that they'd be interested in. Today, we're going to talk about where the rubber meets the road. How do you figure out your event marketing mix? All right, here's the third installment of Event Management Week with Drea Hudson from HubSpot. Drea, happy hump day and welcome back to Event Management Week on the MarTech Podcast. Benjamin, so excited to be here. Let's get to it. All right, so we're halfway through here. And really what we talked about is how do you figure out what you want to do if you're going to do an event? We haven't talked about what you actually do. You got to come up with a purpose. For inbound, we're trying to help people understand how to transform their business. Then we got to figure out who's interested in that. Well, it tends to skew a little female and your targets are marketers, primarily business development. You get a couple different segments that are in there and you're building your content schedule based on what's their interest in business transformations. And ta-da, next thing you know, Oprah's speaking at your conference. Now, none of this matters if you can't put butts in seats, virtual or for real butts in seats. So talk to me about figuring out your event marketing mix. Is it just one channel email marketing all day, all night, all day? Or, you know, do you actually have to build a marketing mix across channels? It's all day, all night, all day, and then all night again, Benjamin. That's a lot of email. It's a lot, yes. In in 2019, Inbound had about 26,000 in-person registrants, which was a record year for Inbound. Probably its largest in-person registrant list yet. Obviously, when everything happened with COVID, there was no doubt that inbound was still going to take place. We just knew that it wasn't going to be in person. And we knew that we had to come up with something that was going to be different than anything else that was going on, being HubSpot and being a leader in the MarTech space. 
we did have a goal of getting 40,000 digital registrants to inbound. And I'm really excited to say that we actually surpassed that goal and landed at about 70,000 digital registrants for inbound 2020. 70,000 digital registrants, primarily marketers. I mean, that's like half the marketing world. That's a ton of marketers. Absolutely crazy. And I think a lot of that is attributed to the fact that I'll talk about the marketing mix a bit, but I just want to provide a little bit of context. What we saw a lot of in the industry were communications that were going out like nothing was happening in the world, right? It was basically like, you're still going to get this email communication about this product, and we're not going to mention the fact that we're in a global pandemic. Inbound was very different. You haven't been able to buy toilet paper for three months, but come to my conference. Right. That's exactly what it felt like. I mean, at least it felt that way for me. Um, I don't know if you felt the same way, but we actually took a little bit of a pause from a communications perspective last year, once everything started happening with COVID, to really kind of reevaluate how we were going to start communicating with our audience. And during that pause, we came up with something called Project Empathy, which was everything that we were going to be communicating to our community was going to be led with empathy first. That meant that the marketing communications that we were going to be sending out did not have any sales-centric copy in it, did focus more on how to stay safe, focus more on how inbound could be a resource for you while you're working from home. And we really positioned ourselves in the market to be this event that was still relevant year-round, no matter where you were. So you could still go to the inbound YouTube channel and learn how to build a marketing strategy from your living room, right? Like you could still go to the inbound blog when we were working on that and garner some resources about how to participate in Black Lives Matter. Like this was a completely different shift in the way that we were marketing before COVID happened, which was a bit more registration focused. And I think taking that approach really did change the way that people saw inbound in the market. Obviously, inbound is an incredibly successful event. Tens of thousands of people are registering for the event. And I, I understand that as the shift has gone from in-person through the pandemic today, that your marketing message has changed. You know, if we think broadly about event marketing, one of the things that we've been asked to do in some of our ad spaces is be a marketing vehicle for events, people that are interested in MarTech. Hey, maybe they're interested in the MarTech conference. Let's run some ads and see if we can get some butts and seats to their conference. That's more of a content play. Obviously, I mentioned that email is going to be something that's relevant for marketing, probably some social media. You know, what are the standard playbook pre-pandemic when you think about marketing an event, getting people to show up in person? Email, social, out of home, if you can do it. When I say social, I mean organic and paid, internal business partners and external business partners. What do you mean by internal and external business partners? So depending on what company you work for, you'd be really surprised at how powerful your internal communications engine could be. If you're working at a company that has 3,000 or 5,000 people and you can work with the internal communications team to provide more details to that team about what's going on with your event, that could be another three or 5,000 people that might be interested in coming to the event. And each of those people might know another person and they can tell those people about that event. So the amplification opportunities within your internal communications as it relates to your employer is also a really, really powerful tool. 
So you're taking advantage of the lists that you already have, the access to people that you already know, your internal employees, your existing customers, the vendor relationships you have there. You're basically starting with, let's tell everybody we already know about the events. And I'm assuming most of that communication is delivered through email. Then there's the idea of reaching out to people that you don't already know. Are we really placing Facebook ads? Hey, come to my event. That might work for HubSpot, might work for Inbound, but is it going to work for MarTech Pod Conference 2022? It could. It depends on what the goal of those ads are. We know that conversion rates could be a bit lower if you're trying to just push out a paid Facebook ad where you're targeting an audience that knows absolutely nothing about you, right? Like they might want to learn a little more about you before they're able to go in there and click register. But I do think that aside from talking to the people you already know, in order to reach people that you don't know, you build partnerships with those people. So you may have seen inbound in newsletters like Morning Brew or Adweek or Inc. or Entrepreneur. Those audience members may not know what inbound is until they hear from Inc. or Entrepreneur or Adweek. But if it's coming from a partner who has an audience that has aligned interests, then you're more likely to see those conversion rates go up and you're more likely to grow your audience that way. Some of the things that we're doing a bit differently this year than we did last year, we are playing a bit more in the podcast space. So you may have heard us on NPR. We are working very closely with the HubSpot Podcast Network as well. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and we're really excited about that, you know, because we do think that there is some value in providing like a really quick snippet of information about an event that people may or may not know about with an audience that's aligned with our target. Now, was the reason for the change in your marketing mix this year because the event is digital and you learn that you needed different marketing vehicles? Or have you just found that podcasting is an effective marketing medium? So you're going towards that and newsletters are just the soup du jour? It's a combination of the two. You know, I think newsletters are always going to be an extremely important part of the marketing mix. But if you as a company or as a business or as an entrepreneur aren't really able to test and progress, then you will be left stagnant. And we've seen the boom in audio in the past couple of years. We do have the chief of advertising with Spotify speaking at Inbound this year, and she'll be talking about the audio journey. But there is no doubt that there are a significant number of people listening to podcasts on a daily basis, and that number continues to grow. So from your lips to God's ears, let's hope that keeps going. So <laughs> yes. when you're thinking about marketing, you know how your marketing mix has changed from an in-person to a digital event. I'm assuming that has some changes in what your copy and creative is you're not just rolling out the same playbook saying inbound, 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 come to Boston. It's great in September. It is great in September. It is great. But how is your marketing copy and your message changing now that you're promoting a digital event as opposed to in-person? There are some things about it that are similar, but there are other things about it that are different, right? For example, we're not shying away from the fact that we know that there is fatigue from being on Zoom all day or being on video chats all day. So instead of saying, we are fatigued just like you, we can say there will be built-in breaks to the three-day inbound agenda. And there will also be curated audio sessions in combination and in collaboration with the HubSpot Podcast Network that give you an opportunity to go outside and walk your dog and still learn about this session. So it really does come down to 
trying to make sure that you're not only speaking at the audience, but you're informing them of something that they may not have been aware of, which could essentially cause them to be excited enough to register for the event. At the end of the day, do you feel like marketing is more successful to an event when you're marketing a digital event? Are you able to lower your cost per acquisitions because you can target a broader audience? Or, you know, are you really able to be more targeted when you have to focus on getting people into a physical room? I think lowering your cost per acquisition is always going to be a challenge no matter what the event is. I mean, there's no doubt about it that when you're marketing a digital event, the reach is absolutely tremendous. There aren't those barriers of traveling. There are other things that you can't do with a digital event as you can with an in-person event, like host smaller pop-up events, right? And like get people to feel the vibe that way and register that way. You can't do that with digital events. So each of them have their pros and cons. But I would say when it comes to the marketing mix for this year, we're seeing tremendous traction. I think that LinkedIn is also an absolute savage of a platform. It's probably one of the most important platforms for anybody who is in the field of marketing a professional event because it's the only platform that asks you really for your true like job title and gives you an opportunity to say what you're doing. And if we are focused on connecting with professionals, at that point, we can actually target professionals within the markets that we're looking for. So we can say, we know that the majority of our audience is mid-level marketers. We want to set up a campaign for mid-level marketers. We can't really do that with the other channels. At the end of the day, when you think about marketing an event, it's not too terribly difficult than marketing your products and services, right? You need to build awareness. And a lot of that's going to come with working from the bottom of the funnel, the people that you already know, your previous attendees, if you're the hub spots of the world working on inbound, but your professional associations, your employees, your customers, your leads, you're doing your outreach, trying to tell them what value you're going to provide in the conference. You're going to follow up on social media, hopefully reach some new people. You're managing your cost per acquisition, and then you're trying to get people through a funnel. This isn't terribly different than e-commerce marketing. It's just about figuring out what the value you're going to create with an event, how it's differentiated, and reaching the right people and understanding what data you're getting to make sure that you're optimizing effectively. And that wraps up this episode of Event Management Week on the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Drea Hudson, Senior Marketing Manager of Global Events at HubSpot. If you'd like to hear more of Drea and HubSpot's tips for running an effective marketing event, we're going to publish an episode every day this week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning when we discuss building in multimedia and audio into your events. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Drea, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes, or you can visit HubSpot's event page, which is inbound.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter, or you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app 
and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.